So I'm running again. And you may have noticed, a lot of people are focused on my age. Well, I get it, believe me. I know better than anyone. But there's something else I know. When I came to office, this nation was flat on its back. I knew what to do. I vaccinated the nation and rebuilt the economy. Yeah, because that's what happened. The nation was flat on its back, and uh, he vaccinated the nation. Was that him? And breathed life back into our moribund society. Because he's just the guy to do that. He sleeps in an iron lung at night. In the morning, they have to wake him up with those paddles on your chest, you know, when you're having a heart attack there. That's Lunch Bucket Joe. He's the leader of the free world. I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. Which is why the free world is in such deep, deep trouble. And really, let's face it, Barack Obama and uh, his minions are behind the curtain running things. And, and they're very corrupt and they don't like America. They like open, border, open borders and bankruptcy and crime. God, they love crime, don't they? And criminals. Why do they love criminals so much, Michael? Why? Why? Oh, because it's their children. Oh, speaking of which, there was a mass shooting in uh, Washington, D.C. last night. It was last night. Uh, one killed, three wounded at a club uh, because Democrats were hanging out there. What was it called? I think it's called Club Democrat. And uh, if you want to get shot, you hang out there at your Democrat party. Uh, but I digress. Let me get back to Lunch Bucket Joe because there's all kinds of stuff going on having to do with Lunch Bucket Joe. They got crazy radical left-wing groups that are planning on, uh, they, they've launched, they're launching a $70 million, um, you know, what, what do they uh, call them? They're doing memes. They're going to do $70 million in memes online that are designed to make Joe Biden look good to stupid people. Uh, and the Democrats, of course, you know, you see in the polls, uh, Joe Biden is not doing so well with black people anymore because, you know, you can fool all the people uh, some of the time and so on. But honestly, he's not doing well with uh, what suburban uh, minivan driving soccer moms with tattoos on their ankles or, you know, however they slice and dice us now. Uh, uh, pretty crazy stuff. And he's not doing well with Democrats. And in fact, you know, America's waking up to the fact that we have a a uh, man who was always dumb and is now in a coma, uh, and he's living in the White House, so not looking good. Um, they're, but they, you know, they're, they're depending on the stupid vote. They never include. They should in the new Washington Post ABC News poll that came out over the weekend. They should include the stupid vote because I think that with stupid people, Joe Biden's probably got a huge margin. What do you think? Don't you think? I think uh, you know he's mopping the floor. Got ninety-seven percent of the stupid people vote because. You know, I mean, if you're voting for Joe Biden and let's face it, for any other Democrat, you want more murder, more shootings, more carjackings, uh, more looting, more arson, uh, fewer police, more criminals, more crime, open borders, gang members. Uh, you see now the uh, the Democrat mayor of El Paso is sounding the alarm and he and he uh, he's beginning to sound a little like Eric Adams in New York City. Because Mayor Eric Adams, uh, left-wing, radical, not very bright Democrat, uh, says that that this whole illegal alien, open-border Democrat party hate America thing 
He said, what, it's going to destroy the city. That's the word that he is, right, Eric Adams. Destroy the city. And now the Democrat mayor of El Paso. So we're going from here to there, from El Paso to New York City. The Democrats are destroying all of the cities, destroying the United States of America, destroying the country, destroying Western civilization and capitalism because they're not liberals, they're the left. But I've got the, uh, the mayor of El Paso, Texas for you. Everybody, if you're a Democrat and your head is not wedged uh, deep into a dark and remote location, you should really switch parties and become a Republican and stop being a maniac, a lunatic, a pro-murder Democrat. They're the party of murder, aren't they? You know, like the Democrat mayor of Dallas, Texas, changed parties last week because it suddenly occurred to him that Democrats are the party of murder and mayhem and looting and, uh, and insanity and open borders. So he decided to change parties, which uh, is a pretty fundamental question, I think. Are you a Democrat or a Republican? And, uh, you know, make up your mind. Uh, time for choosing, as Ronald Reagan famously said in a great 1964 speech. And it is a time for choosing in America. Uh, great stuff. In fact, the uh, the Dallas Democrat who became a Republican used the line, a time for choosing, in his statement uh, that he put out last week, saying, I'm no longer a Democrat, now I'm a Republican, because I'm not crazy. And uh, that's how uh, that's how that goes. And honestly, it's, it's like an IQ test. Are you a Democrat or a Republican? Oh, I'm a Democrat. And like, bang, 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 a shootout breaks out around you, because... You're crazy. You're crazy. You know, those people. And the Joe Biden poll, the uh, the poll, big news, bad news for Joe Biden and the Democrats in the ABC News Washington Post poll. It's the Washington Post and ABC News. It's a circle fest in a hot tub. See, that, that's got, that covers the political spectrum from far left all the way over to extreme left. Anti-American to extremely anti-American. Uh, pretty amazing, I've got to say. Amazing stuff. And the uh, it's it's almost hilarious, but the Washington Post's own poll, they've got a poll, and it's very bad news for Biden and the Democrats, and they declared their own poll to be an outlier. In the sub-headline of their lead story, they declare their own poll to be an outlier. Don't believe our poll. Well, I never believe your polls, but, uh, you know, that's okay. It's when I think Democrats in polls. Naturally, I think uh, Hunter Biden and strip clubs. That's, uh, you know, stripper and knocker-upper Hunter Biden with the bastard daughter of the president of the United States whose existence they are fond of denying. No, no stocking on the White House fireplace for her. Nuh-uh. So, uh, so we got the, wait till you see the numbers I will share with you from the poll and the ridiculous news media on ABC fake news and NBC fake news yesterday, Sunday. Oh, it's an outlier. They're, they're, it's, everybody's got to call it an outlier because, you know, they're outliers because they're, they're out and they're lying. See, that's, uh, that's, the, that's the thing about them. Well, it just, uh, they're out of, you know, in so many different ways that, uh, that uh, they're all transgender, I believe. Uh, that's the thing about Democrats is they're, they're all suffering from gender dysphoria. Uh, and there is no known treatment except for, you know, chop, chop, fizz, fizz, which I recommend for all of them, actually. Can Joe Biden be made cooler online? One group's $70 million bet on yes. 
the radical left-wing extremists at the Politico propaganda outlet for the Democrat Party. Uh, And, uh, you know, there's this, we should be reminded because there is a big United Auto Workers strike that that Joe Biden threw $36 billion at the unions. It was uh, part of the COVID relief. It had nothing to do with COVID relief. But they, uh, they're, they're criminals, I think, is the, the turn of phrase I'm looking for. And so they took $36 billion of our money. It's not really our money. They're, they're not paying for it. They're, they're just putting it on our tab. Um, uh, $36 billion, and they gave it to the, uh, the, the pension plans for union workers. Wait a minute. COVID relief bill gives $86 billion bailout to failing union pension plans. And then you know what the unions do? They funnel money back to the Democrats by the millions and millions of dollars. It's the most corrupt thing in the history of the world, certainly American politics. And the American news media uh, just turns a blind eye to it because they're not journalists. They're fluffers for the Democrat Party. They have chapped lips, honestly. So uh, amazing stuff. And uh, then, of course, the ABC News Washington Post poll. Troubles for Biden, not just his age in re-election campaign. The ABC News Washington Post poll. And uh, there are a bunch of numbers that are uh, stinging, stinging for the the radical extremist Destroy America Democrat Party uh, who love mass shootings and hate the police. So it's uh, it's a good poll in the scheme of things. Now, uh, also in Fulton County, that's Atlanta, Georgia, where President Trump was brought into that jail and booked. You know, and how many people die in that jail every month? It, it's a death camp. It's like Devil's Island because the Democrats run it. And um, Fulton County DA, uh, the Fulton County, Atlanta, the where President Trump was booked in that criminal jail. Um, Fulton County DA investigator accidentally shoots herself. <laughs> now I mean I know it's not funny when somebody shoots themselves, except you know when they're Democrats, and uh, that's the that's the thing. Then it's funny. So Fulton County DA investigator actually accidentally shoots herself. She's probably a feminist hero at same courthouse where Trump was arraigned. Oops, she's going to be okay because she's not a good shot. So uh, that's uh, that's good stuff. Uh, also, the uh, in the in the big poll, the uh, news media very upset because one of the latest poll numbers and Newsbusters has a great our great friends at Media Research Center and Newsbusters. They've got a great take on it. Uh, ABC hyperventilates over polls showing Trump beating Biden by nine or ten percent, ten percent, and they're so they're panicking. They're soiling themselves. They're they don't know what to do. They might have to go through sex change surgery uh, to feel better. And uh, and uh, NBC, ABC panicking over the whole thing. Oh, speaking of criminals, uh, Democrat senator from New Jersey, Bob Menendez who has been tried before for corruption. And then there's the underage girl thing and the Dominican Republic and the sex, but pay no attention to anything. He's a Democrat. You know, you wake up in the morning, you could, you could murder somebody yesterday and your, your slate is wiped clean today by the news media. But Bob Menendez, who was indicted on all kinds of corruption charges, and they've got gold bars. Remember, the FBI raided the place 15 months ago. And then the other day they said, oh, maybe we should go public with this since we've been sitting very quietly on it for 15 months, for well over a year, a year and a quarter, the FBI, because Democrat, you know. 
And Bob Menendez indicted the other day. They've got the gold bars. They've got the stacks and stacks of folded cash jammed into the pockets of jackets hanging in his closets. What, more than $480,000 in cash in his house? I try to keep around like a couple hundred uh, in a box somewhere in case the electricity goes out for a week, you know, because the commies or something like that. But uh, he takes that seriously, more than $480,000 in cash. But that's because all his friends are criminals, you know, and they pay him money because they know something. What do they know? That he's a criminal, too. And so that's okay. Now, because he's in the papers, Senator Menendez has decided he's going to announce this afternoon that he's running for re-election. He's going to come out and hold a press conference. The media is going to applaud because they all vote for him in New Jersey because they're Democrats and they don't care if he runs over babies with steamrollers. They're going to vote for him anyway. And that's fine. So Bob Menendez, I like they use his first name all the time, not Senator, to announce re-election bid in New Jersey during first public appearance post-indictment. Well, he's taking advantage of the wave of media coverage, right? Because that's the that's the thing. And uh, also because he was indicted and they sat on it for 15 months, he came out the other day and he played the race card. He's like, oh, well, the only reason they're after me is because I'm a proud Latino. And that who who, who is the proud Latino? The because uh, they're they're always there is nothing if they don't have the race card to play, they don't have any cards to play. Just amazing stuff. So um, Menendez is playing the race card, and um, who else was playing the race card? Oh, it was uh, James Clyburn was playing the race card over the weekend. The only reason that. Um, Kamala Harris doesn't poll well is because she's a woman of color. You know, honestly, if you can't be critical of a woman of color, then a woman of color can't hold elected office, right? Because you have to be able in America to be critical of political leaders, of elected leaders. But no, these, these uh, you know, these people, I almost said pimps and whores, but I stopped myself. These people, uh, they uh, these criminals, these crooks, um, However, the uh, even Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, known as Sandy to her friends, is uh, calling on Menendez to step down, which makes me think that he shouldn't because she's never been right about anything before. And the uh, Democrat mayor of New, uh, excuse me, governor of New Jersey, who's a radical extremist, says that he should step down too, but that's only so he could appoint somebody that would probably funnel money to him because he's another New Jersey Democrat. Um, amazing stuff. That's what we got. John Fetterman, if you dressed like John Fetterman and went to restaurants in New York City and asked for a table, what do you think would happen to you? These are, we're talking about restaurants where you go get somebody, not the U.S. Senate or anything like that. Uh, the liberals in the parliament in Canada gave a standing ovation to a Nazi over the weekend. Not a newfangled Nazi, a World War II Nazi, a Waffen-SS Nazi, because... They're the left, and let's never forget Adolf Hitler's party was the Socialist Workers' Party of Germany. Pay no attention to that. In Sweden, there's a lot of gang crime shootings and murders and stuff. I was looking to compare their crime stats to Montana yesterday. I found that because of left-wingers and open borders in Sweden, there are gangs and murderers from the Middle East and Central Asia all over Sweden now because the left is making everything better. Know what I'm talking about here. And uh, Satan, Satan in the news. 
I had to do a little follow-up for CNN over the weekend, but I'll remind them of the involvement in Satan, the involvement of Satan in the story that they were covering, and we are at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Yeah, Satan, I had... Uh... I had helped CNN out over the weekend with their Satan omission. Because they don't cover the news. They cover it up. All right, lots and lots of amazing stories. Uh, New York City schools, the teachers are concerned because all the students are stoned now. Uh, and it uh, turns out they're not learning like they did before. You know, like in Baltimore, where 40% of the schools have Nobody proficient in anything or something like that. Uh, let's go to, uh, I've got that today too. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Brad calling from Key West, Florida. Bradley, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Uh, we've talked before. Um, first, I want to communicate how we have a very similar history. Uh, we both got kicked out of high school up in the North Shore. Yeah. And, um, my uh, my dad was a marine fighter pilot. Wow, crazy! He, uh, he's, yeah, he flew the uh, F A Crusaders, and um, if you go into the St. Lucie Historical Museum, there's a picture of my brother and I sitting in my dad's marine fighter jet. Very cool. Very cool. Which high school were you kicked out of? Glenbrook North. Glenbrook North. Uh, Yep. I had to go to Glenbrook South Evening School to get my uh, diploma. That's, uh, I had a couple of brothers that went to uh, Glenbrook South. I was, of course, kicked out of, uh, of Nutrier West, you know, which is, I don't know, might be a better school to be kicked out of. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I tell you what, I ran out the clock on you. I'm going to ask you to hang in there for a minute because I know there's something else you wanted to say about the Democrats, and I don't want to deny yeah. you that opportunity. So... Hang in there for a minute, Brad, and uh, we'll come back to talk about these Democrats. I had Hillary Clinton is out there over the weekend uh, talking about Putin and Russia interfering in the elections. She might have a new dossier to offer the country. The last one was so helpful. I think she's a Putin agent. I think Putin has an agent in the Democrat Party, and it's Hillary Clinton. What do you think? She said Tulsi Gabbard, Democrat, former House member, Hawaii, military veteran. She said uh, Hillary said that Tulsi Gabbard was a Russian operative because Hillary Clinton lies all the time. I think they've got their eye on somebody who's currently in the Democratic (laughs) primary. She's a favorite of the Russians. 
Yeah, she's a Russian asset. I mean, totally. Yeah, Tulsi Gabbard. Right. That's what's going on. And if you believe her, you shouldn't be allowed to vote. You shouldn't be. Uh, let's get back to uh, Brad. Uh, calling from Key West, Florida, Ernest Hemingway and uh, lots of other noteworthy things, too. My best girl and I have vacationed in Key West before. Um, Brad, you're back. Hey, thanks. You bet. Um, I have another. Uh-oh. Now your phone's skipping out. You must have changed locations or something. No, I'm here. Um, anyways, uh, my mom's family is from Seattle. And um, in 65 and in 66, my grandmother's gardener was Jimi Hendrix's dad. I met <laughs> Jimmy when I was like. Hey, your phone's skipping out again. Uh, well, it's uh, I heard that you met Jimi Hendrix when you were uh, when you were a kid. And that is uh, that is an amazing story. Honestly, his father was your gardener. Now, I uh, your phone is uh, not cooperating at all from Key West, Florida. I believe you wanted to call in to talk about Donna Brazil in her book. Um, yes. All right. So uh, why don't we get to that real quick before your phone dies completely? Sure. Um, yeah, she mentioned how she was aware of what Democrats can do. And she mentioned that she lives with her curtains closed because she does not want to get assassinated. This is Donna Brazil, who was the chair of the Democratic National Committee and uh, CNN, um, you know, contributor. And uh, she yeah. uh, now uh, this sounds like and it's in, and it is in her own book. And in fact, The Washington Post wrote about this. You called in because I was talking about the Democrats and how they love murderers and they, and they love crime and. And uh, they like more mass shootings. And there was another mass shooting in Washington, D.C. over the weekend and, and stuff. And, and I actually uh, went, Brad, since I had a minute, and I looked up what you're talking about here with Donna Brazil. And it's true that Donna Brazil uh, talked about the killing of Seth Rich, who was a young man who was working for the DNC in their technical uh, department. And he was murdered uh, near his home late at night in Washington, D.C., shot to death not robbed, didn't take his wallet, didn't take his cell phone, didn't take his fancy watch, didn't take anything off him. He was just killed, and it looked like an assassination. And uh, in that time frame, Donna Brazil, who uh, wrote a book, and then their, her friends at the Washington Post, because they're all in bed together, and they're wiggling around. But Donna Brazil, at the time, did write about her, her fears and about Seth Rich, and she... She said that, you know, she had mounting anxiety and, and the theft of emails and DNC servers. And she actually talked about Russians, but she knew she was just talking about the Democrats. And, and she's because they all have this thing about the Russians and it's all they're just mental cases. But she wrote in her book that she was haunted by the still unsolved murder of DNC data staffer Seth Rich. By the way, that murder is still unsolved. And uh, he was just a young guy in his 20s, shot to death uh, after a night out, headed home in his neighborhood. Not the safest neighborhood, but not a terrible neighborhood. And he was shot to death and nothing was taken from him, which is suspicious, just by the way. But she said that she was uh, haunted, that's the word the Washington Post used, by the murder of DNC staffer Seth Risch and feared for her own life shutting the blinds to her office window so snipers 
snipers, this is what she said, could not see her and installing surveillance cameras at her home, which is a big multi-million dollar home on East Capitol, uh, just off of Capitol Hill behind the Supreme Court. She uh, wonders whether Russians had placed listening devices in plants at the DNC executive suites. Now, this is pretty crazy stuff. Um, and, you know, the listening devices from, from the Russians, uh, uh, so the Washington Post writes, and they're spinning it for them. But she's talking about Seth Rich being murdered on the streets of Washington and then saying that she closes the blinds at her office and installed cameras around her home, um, not because she feared the Russians, but because she feared a sniper was going to murder her. And the context there is Seth Rich, the DNC data staffer that was murdered. And all the mysteries revolving uh, revolving around uh, destroyed emails and Hillary Clinton destroying tens of thousands of emails and all of that crazy stuff. Right, Brad? And she was... She was the head of the DNC. Yeah, that's right. That's a fact. And she was afraid of being assassinated and lived with her windows closed and um, and uh, with her you know blinds closed and curtains closed because she was afraid a sniper was going to assassinate her. And again, even the Washington Post, radical left-wing bootlicks that they are for the DNC, putting that in the context of uh, Seth Rich being murdered on the streets of Washington, D.C., uh, still unsolved murder. It is a uh, crazy game, this politics. It's why nobody in their right mind wants to go into politics. Who would want to be president of the United States? Raise your hand if you want to be president of the United States, because that's ridiculous. But this is uh, Philip Rucker, one of the girls from the DNC steno pool, typing up this story in the Washington Post uh, some time ago now. But it is uh, it is amazing. And you know, uh, Brad, the Democrat Party is not something that any rational person would want to be a part of. And Joe Biden was their candidate for president. Before that, Hillary Clinton was their candidate for president. And she is a danger to Western civilization. Uh, Brad? Oh, lunatics. Lunatics, all of them. Brad, thank you for the call. Have a great Key West day. I will. Thank you. Bye. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot. Um, you know, we had uh, Hillary Clinton since we were just talking about Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton was on the loose over the weekend, off her leash, out of jail, and uh, she was saying crazy stuff. Um, who was she on with again? She was on... Jen oh, yeah, Jen Psaki, naturally. She sat down with Joe Biden's White House press secretary, who is now uh, an anchor on MSDNC with no journalistic background at all. Because the fastest way to your own one-hour show on network television in the news department is to work for a Democrat and then make your way. It works for Jim Shuto and for, for uh, God, you know, Chunk Todd, and, and it works for, uh, uh, what's his name at CNN? Jake Tapper, and uh, it's, all you have to do is be a Democrat staffer, and then you get a job. A uh, one-hour network show on one of the cable news networks, and... It's good. So Jen Psaki, no journalistic background at all. You, you could be George Stephanopoulos and no journalistic background at all. Now they pay him $17 million a year to be a front man at ABC for the DNC. And uh, they're coming for your children and your money and your rights. The left is coming for your rights. But Hillary Diane Rodham Clinton talking to Jen Psaki, also known as Colonel Kleb uh, from the James Bond classic, from Russia with love. 
But uh, here she is, uh, more crazy. And we just played audio of her suggesting that Tulsi Gabbard was a Russian agent. Tulsi Gabbard is not a Russian agent. There is no, it's much more likely Hillary Clinton is a Russian agent than Tulsi Gabbard. But never mind that. Here's uh, Hillary Diane with um, uh, the White House spokesman for Joe Biden, who is now the anchor of an NBC news product, talking to Hillary Clinton. Were they naked in a hot tub or what? Get a glasses of champagne, Jack Nicholson's house. What uh, was going to Hillary Clinton? I don't think despite all of the, uh, you know, deniers, uh, there's any doubt that he interfered in our election. I fear that, um, you know, the Russians have proved themselves to be quite adept at interfering. And uh, if he has a chance, he'll do it again. See, it's uh, Hillary knows. She knows what's going on. See, because everybody's meddling and they're stealing. And you may remember that when she lost to President Trump, in 2016, which was one of the greatest days in American political history, uh, Hillary Clinton came out. And now, President Trump can't say there's anything to look at in Georgia or in Pennsylvania. Otherwise, he's a wild-eyed conspiracy theorist. But if you're a Democrat like the criminal Hillary Clinton, then you should feel free to say that uh, the presidential election was stolen. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. You can? and you can have the election stolen from you. I love that they go wild. The crowd goes wild. They cheer, yay! Say, because they're endorsing having elections stolen, I think, because that's their plan. That's uh, that's the thing about that. Why would the crowd go wild over that? This is a mental institution. It's, the, uh, it's just amazing. Hillary Diane Rodham Clinton, and she is back at it again. Yeah, the election, the election's going to be stolen. It's going to be stolen, and then... Uh, When it's stolen, it'll be stolen. Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election. 2024. See, 2024, she's already come to the determination that right-wing extremists, meaning people that serve in the military, uh, you know, marry people of the opposite gender, have children, raise them to be normal, uh, put the American flag out in front of their houses. Those are the right-wing extremists to which she refers, and they already have a plan, those radical right-wing extremists, in place to steal the 2024 election, because that's Hillary Diane. You may remember also that yet another former DNC chair, I I wonder if he pulls his blinds and draws his curtains because he's afraid of being assassinated, like Seth Rich. Also, like Dana Brazil, um... But Terry McAuffel, as his mother calls him, uh, Terry McAuffel was the governor of the uh, state of Virginia. How did that happen, Virginia? Remove your heads from the dark and remote location. And McAuffel was the DNC chair, too. And he knows that the 2020, excuse me, the 2000 election was stolen. If Catherine Harris, Jeb Bush, Jim Baker, and the Supreme Court hadn't tampered with the results. He hadn't tampered. Al Gore would be president. They all clapped too. They all went wild because they love stolen elections. But you know, but when it's they, they say it's stolen from them every time they lose, every time they've lost the presidential election in the 21st century, starting with the year 2000, they have claimed that the election was stolen. We actually won the last presidential election, folks. They stole the last presidential election. That's 2004. See, that was first one. Terry McAuliffe, DNC chair, saying that 2000 election was stolen. DNC chair. 
then saying the 2004 election was stolen. Then they won a couple. Then they lost with Hillary Clinton because she's the biggest loser in the history of the world. She married Bill Clinton, and he cheated on her every day for 30 years or 40 years, whatever the number of years is. And and um, so the 2000 was stolen, 2004 election was stolen, 2016 election was stolen. And now in the future, Hillary is Jean Dixon. She's a soothsayer. She knows that the 2024 election will be stolen by right-wing extremists because you're a Democrat party. The Bullocks next door, real right-wingers. American flag up every day. Real fascists. Ought to be gassed. You know the type. <laughs> Uh, the president's analyst. The president's a clip from the <laughs> Michael just whipped that one out on me. <clears throat> that's uh, that's fun stuff, ain't it? Yes, it is. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes, sir. All right. Um, let's see. I've got. Uh, I, I want to get to the Democrats and uh, and their satanic killer, their satanic mass murderer, and CNN wiping the slate clean on the satanic killer because. They're Democrats, and they have after-school Satan Club for the children. And that's your Democrat party. Vote for Satan. Vote Democrat. Uh, but first, let's go to the telephone. So let's go to James calling from Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. James, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. Hey, James. It's an honor to speak with you. It's my honor. Chris, hey, Chris. I am a 58-year-old man. I've worked my entire life, 16 years old till present, and I am so upset with what I'm hearing on the radio coming out of Chicago, Illinois right now about them placing these migrants, and, and this man has the audacity to state that these migrants are living in swallow. Mm-hmm. I would like to know this. Why are they in our country to begin with? And why are they worried about spending all these millions of dollars on tents when our own homeless people in this country can't even have a sleeping bag given to them by the government of this United States? What do you think the answer is, James? Joe Biden. Yeah. Joe Biden and this corruption coming out of Washington, D.C., Chris. Chris, it's an absolute insult to every working, tax-paying citizen out there. Chris, I'm handicapped. I literally have a hip that's broken off my left hip. And I get up and I go to work every day because me and my wife can't afford to pay the bills because we owe taxes, Chris. And all this corruption that's going on, I don't understand. The UAW, these writers, these everybody's going on strike. Well, if they didn't spend all these millions and billions of dollars on other countries, on these migrants, don't you think that our government could work with our businesses within this country and kind of make everyone that's a tax-paying citizen a little bit better off and happier? You know, it takes a lot to get up and go to work and then hear this crap and then be insulted when our own country is in shambles. It is in shambles. I 
I'm going to guess, James, that you're not planning on voting Democrat next time you have the opportunity. Am I right about that? Sir, I've never voted Democrat in my life. Well, I uh, well then you're not a part of the problem. Uh, James, uh, there are a great many millions of Americans that agree with every syllable of what you just shared with us, and I, and I thank you for, uh, for checking in with us and telling your story, and you're right. Uh, $29.5 million for Bidenville to build a tent city for all of the illegal aliens that are in Chicago, which is not a border city, but El Paso is, and I've got the mayor of El Paso for you today as well. Thank you, James. All right, coming right up, I've got the ABC News Washington Post poll. Very, very bad news for Joe Biden and for the Democrats and the media. But I repeat myself, and uh, they're in a panic. Uh, they're always in a panic of some kind, aren't they? About their sexual orientation, about their gender, about, you know, uh, America, which they despise. Capitalism sends them into a panic. Um, the uh, gay sexual torture of children is one of their things. Um, amazing stuff. So we've, uh, we've got the, the polls coming up because big stuff, big, big stuff. Uh, I'll give you the details on the Fulton County, Atlanta, uh, DA investigator, the, the, you know, the district attorney investigator where President Trump was booked into jail. A uh, woman shot herself. The district attorney investigator shot herself by accident. It wasn't a suicide or anything as far as we know. She just shouldn't be allowed to own a gun as... I'm fond of saying if you're a registered Democrat, you shouldn't be allowed to own a gun. Probably get 50 years in prison if you're found with one. Maybe they'd stop shooting so many people. But um, Senator Menendez uh, uh, indicted last week, announcing his re-election bid today because, hey, he's in the news. His name is in the news. That's coming up. That's amazing stuff. Uh, John Fetterman in the news because there's a John Fetterman impersonator of sorts in New York City. Went to restaurants. You'll never guess what happened. Pretty uh, pretty good stuff. Standing ovation for a Nazi in Canada in their parliament with Justin Trudeau. And, of course, with Volodymyr Zelensky from Ukraine. Standing ovation for the Nazi. A real Nazi, an old-school Nazi. You know, that's coming up. <laughs> The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs> 